Welcome back to Team Talk, ESPN Radio 101.7. The team, Sam Hauser, Scott Galetti here till 7. Show going by today. We started a little bit late because we had Notre Dame on earlier today. The Fighting Irish men's basketball team downs Alabama. They move on to play Texas Tech on Sunday. Time of that game still TBD, but we will have it here on ESPN Radio 101.7. The team, but news coming down in the NFL. Check the website for the schedule, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, always uh, 1017theteam.com. you got the newsletter. Sign up to be a member of the MVP Listener Club. You always get uh, the good information from Scott Galetti first on there. Again, uh, 1017theteam.com, all the all the information. Good shout there, Scott. But, uh, the new- yeah, that'll be updated the minute I find out the time. Uh, the, the news of the day coming down in the NFL that just when we thought things were going one way with Deshaun Watson, uh, the Cleveland Browns were told yesterday that they were added to consideration. Then we find out today that the trade is done. Deshaun Watson going to the Houston Texans. Is that posturing, by the way, when they say, well, you know, it, it's it's done, Dale. It's not going to happen. I don't even know what to call it because that, that was kind of happening. Because it's like, like all of a sudden you snap your finger and it happens. That's why I'm asking. They were kind of – Deshaun Watson, I mean – I don't know how much you could even really put on the Texans because Watson was the one that had the no trade clause and really had all the power, but it, it was kind of turning into a game show <laughs> where you know it, we would just find out Carolina Panthers, you've been eliminated from consideration, <laughs> and then we go on and on from there. Right. Like, like it, it, no, it it was it was very look at me, but there's a couple of details in the story that I that I really find particularly interesting. One of them being the contract details. He signs a he signs a five year extension with the Cleveland Browns after the trade becomes official. Uh, Houston gets three first round picks and two other later round picks in the draft. But the uh, after the trade becomes official, Watson signs a five year two hundred thirty million dollar deal. Fully guaranteed, he has $230 million coming to him. Comes out to an average of 46 a year, which is... Wasn't that the contention that he was fighting with the Texans for a guarantee? Yeah. Well, he, he got it where he's going. Yeah, well, I, he had just... Uh, it, it, he was hell bent on a guarantee. Well, and he had actually he had just signed a, he had signed an extension with Houston that hadn't even kicked in yet, and now that gets completely scrapped mm-hmm. because he signs this this extension with with Cleveland. But the Texans putting out some statements earlier today, just a little while ago, from uh, from Nick Casario and from Cal McNair. The first sentence of Nick Casario's statement, the general manager for the Texans, earlier today. We agreed to trade Deshaun Watson to the Cleveland Browns. No other mention of Watson. Statement from CEO Cal McNair. No mention of Watson. I mean, usually, you know, after a trade, you know, or after a player moves on, you know, you'll see a team. A we team wish say, him well. You know, we, we wish him well. You know, we right. thank him for his time here in, in Houston. All it is in these statements is basically. I'm glad that's over with. He's not yeah, our problem and, anymore. And behind the scenes, they're saying, glad he's gone. Not even behind the scenes. I mean, uh, uh, the statement from Cal McNair. I'm extremely proud of the way Nick Casario navigated us through this challenging situation. He remained patient before ultimately making the decision that is in the best interest for us in both the short and the long term. So, I mean, the, the Texans aren't even hiding that they're glad he's out of there, that, that he's no longer their problem. And then you have 
How much of that has to do with what's going on with Deshaun Watson and how much of that has to do with what was going on before when he was public not being happy with the situation? I mean, I'm sure it's... Is it a combination of both? Oh, I'm I'm sure it is. I mean, it's probably, you know... 80, 20, 85, 15 kind of thing because what uh, what Scott's talking about even before the accusations came out about Deshaun Watson he was already you know creating some pain in the butt vibes in time. in in Houston as far as you know wanting to be traded and I'm going to sit out and like he was already you know he, he was already uh, creating drama with that team before allegations come out and again the DA decide uh, the DA determined that he was not going to be criminally charged. But there are still 22 civil cases against him. And I've found it so interesting this whole time how eager we are to, at, at, as, a, as a whole, as, as sports radio, how eager we are to just keep making this about football. Because one of the questions that I've had this entire time, I mean, I've, I've, I've honestly, I've, I've had a hard time finding that balance between how we talk about this from a football side and a real life side of things, but... Now that this deal is in place, it doesn't mean. Well, first off, it doesn't mean anything because he could still be he could still be suspended. There are still these civil cases that he has to go through. And a friend of the show, Daniel Lust, a sports legal analyst that we have on from time to time, he pointed something out earlier today that these could all happen back to back to back to back. Twenty two civil cases back to back to back, straight through twenty two, and and who knows how long that would take. But even as the football side and the real life side of this come together even more, I hate that I have to, but I'm going to say this on the front end, make this very clear, in no way, shape, or form am I saying anything to the effect of poor Deshaun Watson. But are we allowed to question or, or, or wonder how this last year has affected him in any way? Because... All the talk today is we're going off of Deshaun Watson last we saw him on the football field. Mm-hmm. We don't know, and again, this is not you know to say poor Deshaun Watson or, or to take anything away from uh, these twenty-two women that still have the civil cases against him. Like I, I, I have to make that clear, but just inside Deshaun Watson's head, we have no idea what this has done to him the i'm i'm not i'm not here for the assumption that he's just going to pick up right where he left off as a star quarterback even if we're looking at this from the football side of things i mean there's still a lot that we have to get through with the with the with the legal side of things with the civil cases but even if we just want to put that aside and look at a guy that's been through a lot of legal troubles been off the field for a long time it's it, it feels presumptuous on Cleveland's part, and it feels like we've been really antsy to get this going. Even, again, even before all the all the, the legal problems, Deshaun Watson had made it clear that he was going to be picky about where he was going to go. This entire time through the legal problems, the Texans have made it clear that they are going to be picky about what kind of trade they were going to do. They made it clear... That this move, what Cleveland offered them, they weren't going to take a cent less than that. Mm-hmm. The three first round picks, two others, maybe some players. And so Cleveland got away with not having to send any players to Houston. But they made it clear from the beginning we want this and we're not taking anything else. And yet we're still 
rushing through this process to get to to get him somewhere and get him a contract and a fully guaranteed contract for two hundred thirty million dollars. Yeah, he somehow pulled that off, and now it's you know dealing with all the stuff that he has to deal with and getting back into football shape and doing what he does and showing the Browns that he can do what he was doing. Otherwise, then all of a sudden, if he doesn't do what he's capable of doing, then there's going to be a lot of hawks out there saying, see, you you shouldn't have gotten Deshaun Watson. You should have kept Baker Mayfield. You should have done this. You should have done that. I don't even know if it's about, you know, should have kept with Baker Mayfield and I'm just and saying someone will, someone will say that. That's all I'm saying. I'm not I'm not thinking that. I'm just saying the naysayers, if Watson doesn't do what he's supposed to do and bring the Browns where he's supposed to bring them, there's going to be naysayers. Right, but you're not going to point to Baker Mayfield. It's going to be, why did you give a guy a $230 million fully guaranteed contract when he missed an entire it's season of football. It's going to be both, though, because there's still people out there that say Baker Mayfield deserved one more year and you didn't give it to him because of the injury and everything else. That's a whole separate conversation. What Baker's, the way that Baker, you know, I, I usually try to look at things from the player's side and try to understand how they're feeling versus the team side of things. But Baker Mayfield imploded his own career. I'm more talking from a fan standpoint, but you're absolutely correct. Because you are absolutely he correct. He decided to throw himself into a defender after he threw a pick. Right. And you know, hurt his shoulder, then it was bad all year. <laughs> then he does this move on social media where he says goodbye before so the order of things goes, he posts the the goodbye Cleveland post on social media before we find out that he asked the team for a trade. Then the Browns said, no, we're not giving you a trade. Now they get to Sean Watson, and he's probably going to be out of there anyway. But, again, the, the, the big news of the day, it's a fully guaranteed five-year deal for Deshaun Watson. He signs a new deal in Cleveland. We don't know if he's going to be available week one. We, 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 we don't, we're in the same place now as we've been this entire time. The only thing that's different is the Browns took a chance on on giving him this this big contract in hopes that he's still going to be the same Deshaun Watson that was on on a path 2 3 years ago to be one of the tops in the NFL you know you're you have this entire AFC that you're trying to keep up with like we are going to start getting to a place where we are blending the football side of it with the real life side of it more it's it's going to get harder and harder to keep those things separated. What happens if he has to? Because I don't know how the civil cases work. How many cases he would have to actually go in person to, or is it something a lawyer can just go to? I don't know how that works. Because it's not a yeah. criminal jury trial. I don't know how those kind of cases work. I mean, I'm I'm not the one to to give you the 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 full answer on that we're going to have to bring Dan Lust back on the show because the question week. is potentially how many games could he miss that's the bottom line well that wouldn't happen from going to the the being at those civil cases in person that's that's up to the NFL mm-hmm. and that and, and so I brought, that's even a different issue then right and and I brought this up when we were at the when we were at the pit doing a little team sports desk last week you have 
this whole case uh, with Deshaun Watson, with the civil case, is still there, juxtaposed against Calvin Ridley getting suspended for an entire season for doing a $1,500 parlay when he wasn't playing games. And the 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 hypocrisy of how suspensions in that, in that league get handled have been pointed out left and right. Like we don't need to you know keep rehashing that. But that but there are going to be a ton of eyes on Roger Goodell and how he handles the situation. And I think more so than than in the past because you know it's again it's been brought up. Ray Rice got two games. Tom Brady got four for Deflategate. This and that. Like there's no consistency to it. But what happens over time, kind of, kind of along the same lines as as the you know as, as the conversations around concussions and and player safety and and all those things, like you know, fans just became more aware and and smarter about the situation, and it led to more pressure being put on the NFL to to make changes. And you know, now you see all these things that are trickling down to youth football, and you know, you're seeing the NFL do think you know different things with you know the technology and, and helmets. And that came from public pressure because it was getting harder and harder to ignore, and fans were becoming more more vocal about it. Yeah, and I think we're on that same path now. Hopefully, at least. I mean, history's not on anybody's side in that regard, but hopefully, that is the case now, where there will be more eyes on the situation, more voices, more pressure. To actually look at at how to handle this situation properly and and learn from some of those past decisions. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, all parties can learn, but especially Deshaun Watson going forward. And, you know, the Browns. You got a fan base who wants to win. You want a fan base who wants to be in the big time. And as a quarterback and as any player on that team, you got to be cognizant of where you're at and you know what that team means to the city. And if it doesn't work out, Jimmy Haslam's already got the track record of making some of these kinds of decisions. Ah, same old Browns. Mm-hmm. And that's a bad thing. Yeah, no, it, it, it's it is. It's a huge bad thing. Yeah, there's no... Uh... There's no. Sh- I mean, there's this isn't the guy in Major League about the Indians saying ah, they're horrible and stuff. No, this is the Browns. They got the dog pound. They got the big fan base. Even though technically it's not the same franchise that it was when they uh, perfected that fan base, but this is a proud fan base. And I know pr- they're they're just you know they're just waiting for that right team to have that right season. But at the same time, there's no, there's no shame whatsoever, and the the track record speaks for itself. But uh, if as more updates come along, we'll have that uh, on Monday as well, as, along with a full recap of weekend college basketball here Monday on Team Talk. Thanks to Bill Shaken from the LA Times talking about Freddie Freeman and the Dodgers. Thanks to Rafael Esparza, mybookie.ag. Also, Dom Salazar from Reliable Nissan on Coors across from Cottonwood Mall. Thanks to Stephen Wagner from the Las Cruces Sun News. Thanks to Tony Simeone who is a champion of a solo broadcaster. That man, that man's a trip. We love him around here. We're big, we're, we're big fans of... Uh, of Tony Simeone. Yep. Scott, thanks to you, uh, Joe O'Neill, and of course, as always, thank you so much for hanging out with us 
here on Team Talk each and every day. We're back Monday at 4. Have a fantastic weekend. Talk to you Monday.